You're listening to the Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment Podcast, the show discussing the latest and most exciting developments of Sharia-compliant sustainable finance. CIMB Islamic Bank entered into a landmark 1 billion ringgit sustainable collateralized commodity murabaha transaction with Standard Chartered Sadiq Malaysia. My name is Marlena Karim from Islamic Sustainable Finance and Investment, and in this episode, we are joined by the CEO of CIMB Islamic, Shariman Sharif, to talk about this transaction. Hi, Shariman. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Marlena. Assalamualaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Tell us a little about this transaction and how it came about. All right. So uh, the one billion ringgit uh, Islamic uh, collateralized commodity mabaha between CIMB Islamic and uh, Sanjat Sadiq, uh, I think is a very innovative deal uh, because it contains two very relevant elements uh, for all Islamic finance institutions now. Right? There are two elements. Uh, one is actually the collateralized commodity mabaha solution itself. And the other one is the linkage to the uh, sustainable development goals and so on. So I think uh, maybe let's let me break that two components apart uh, so that for the for the benefit of the audience, they have a better understanding why this transaction is innovative and, and, and why is it relevant for the future of Islamic finance. Now, uh, on the first part itself, Marlina, which is the Qualified Commodity Mabaha or CCM, since it's a mouthful, I'll just say CCM, uh, that is for me a, a very innovative and relevant solution for the Islamic banks because it addresses a big problem that a number of Islamic banks have, uh, i.e. the ability to tap into the liquidity of the interbank market, i.e. the ability to, for them to fund themselves in the interbank market, but in a credit-efficient manner. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Now, for the smaller Islamic banks, or, or for any banks for that matter, when you go into the interbank market, uh, and if you are seeking for funding for, for, your, uh, for your requirements, uh, typically the, the counterparty bank will actually look at your credit standing, or, uh, or, and that's typically dependent on your capital base. And by definition, small, uh, most Islamic banks Small banks will will have a smaller credit uh, credit base, and therefore their ability to tap into the interbank market is a bit more constrained. I.e., either they are constrained by size or they are constrained by pricing. Because of their uh, smaller capital base, they are deemed to be uh, uh, not say poorer credit, but but the credit strength is lower. Therefore, the pricing might be different. Now, this solution, the CCM solution. Is something that we work together as an industry through uh, IBIM or the Association of Islamic Banks uh, and Financial Institutions in Malaysia. Uh, there's a working committee that worked on this uh, about three years ago, four years ago. And, and this solution that we came up with uh, actually allows the, the banks uh, to actually tap into the interbank market, but at the same time for, for the purpose of credit exposure, counterparty exposure, uh, it can be substituted by securities. So basically, the party that is stepping into the liquidity of the market uh, will also provide uh, a collateral uh, 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 to substitute its own credit risk. So for a, a for a counterparty financial institution where their credit standing is uh, is poorer or inferior, the the provision of the collateral allows them. To mitigate that that uh, the, the 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 implication and and actually allows them to tap the market efficiently. Now that's one part of the CCM. 
The second part of the CCM, which is actually related to what we did with uh, Stanchat Sadiq, is also the part that we have we did it for on a two-year basis, which makes it as a long tenor collateralized commodity Morabaha. And and this matters because this uh, uh, anything above one year, it also allows us to fulfill our NSFR or net stable funding uh, requirement ratio that is imposed uh, on, on Islamic banks. So that allows us, by tapping into this facility, it allows us to fulfill the ratio requirement, uh, the NSFR requirement that is applicable to, to Islamic banks as well. So uh, what you're collateralizing here is to cook assets, right? Yes, absolutely correct. So we typically, uh, uh, it will only make sense typically for us to use uh, high-quality liquid assets as collateral uh, because uh, that will give you the, the credit improvement uh, in terms of the the the, uh, the substitution the the, the, if the benefit of the credit improvement, right? Uh, the 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 sub, uh, one other feature which is also quite interesting is that uh, we introduced the the feature of uh, substitution. So what it means is the provider of the collateral. In the event they need to substitute the the collateral, the, the underlying security, they can do so. There might be some reasons for why they have, they need to, but they are not locked in, and, and therefore the the transaction can can stay intact for the for the period. I see. So moving back into the collateralized Sukuk assets, I'm curious: are these Sukuk assets sustainable themselves? Okay, so there is a possibility for us to use uh, uh, what sukuks which are sustainability linked, right? Uh, but at the moment, the primary criteria for us is to use sukuk assets which are uh, highly rated. So the, the 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 main driver is the credit rating of the underlying sukuks that's been used as collateral. But I think as we see more issuances in the market. Uh, or, or by, especially by by government entities uh, of of uh, sukuk linked to sustainability uh, uh, targets, I think we you should have more of that coming coming forward. So as I said earlier, there's two components to the transaction. One is the CCM itself, but the second component is on the restrictions on the use of proceeds. So what that means is that as a uh, in this instance, CIMB Islamic is the recipient of the liquidity and we are the provider of the uh, collateral. Uh, as a recipient of the liquidity, uh, what we have represented or made representation to Sajjad uh, uh, Sadiq is that we will only use the proceeds from this, uh, from this transaction for, uh, for, uh, for transactions that meets our uh, our our sustainable framework. So we actually have a particular framework, which is uh, CIMB's group SDG bond and Sukuk framework, and that is the the parameters whereby that guides how we can use the proceeds. And I think this is a very important uh, feature or mechanism. I think one of the things that the Islamic banking industry will need to put more emphasis going forward. That what uh, I mean, we have always been very focused on use of proceeds because if you look at the Sharia rules that we follow, uh, I think what people tend to take for granted is that we actually have a very strict governance in terms of how Islamic banking funds can be used. And in this instance, we are making it even more stricter by by following a tighter framework 
uh, which is uh, linked to the the uh, what all this, this uh, uh, which is linked to the SDG bond and Sukuk framework that we already have. Now, under this particular framework, uh, we focus on two broad areas. One is to finance uh, projects or, 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 or activities which have positive social impacts uh, to vulnerable uh, segments. And so examples of this would include uh, affordable housing, uh, finance, funding startups and SMEs, uh, funding public schools. And the second element is Funding positive uh, projects with positive environmental impacts, and this includes, for example, like uh, green mass transit, climate resilient buildings and infrastructure, sustainable forestry, as well as wildlife conservation projects. So, there are two streams uh, that we are allowed to use the proceeds for. One is basically uh, social impact, and the other one is uh, environmental uh, uh, focus on environmental impacts. The other development that's also important going forward is that the mechanism that we use to track and so on, I think that's something as an industry we need to further fine-tune because uh, uh, our commitment uh, uh, in, in combating climate change and so uh, and, 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 and facilitating uh, transition finance, I think requires us to be more detailed in, in terms of measuring uh, impact and also minimizing harm that's caused to whatever to activities that we finance. All this that we are doing is also aligned with Bangladesh's recent financial sector blueprint. So if you look at the most recent financial sector blueprint that was issued recently for the period of 2023 and 2026, there's two trusts which are very relevant to what we're doing here. One is to, uh, to trust to, uh, to facilitate transitions towards a greener economy, which is trust four. And then the second is the advancement of value-based intimidation, which is trust five. So again, both of these uh, this transactions supports both of these uh, trusts. So again, the, this is basically the second important component in the, in the transaction, which is the use of proceeds is tightly controlled and, 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 uh, uh, in order to make sure that uh, as an Islamic financial institution, we contribute towards uh, uh, a positive impact in the environment. Uh, sorry, not just in, uh, in society, but also in the environment. What were some of the challenges that CIMB Islamic faced in the CCM transaction? I wouldn't say so much of uh, challenges, but I would say, uh, um, the, the, and that's the reason why I broke this down into two components, because each of these components actually developed uh, independently. The, the, uh, and, 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 and this goes to show, especially in, in Islamic, uh, 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 Islamic financial uh, sector, I think it's very important we continue, uh, everyone in the market continue with the R&D work because you never know uh, where the, the work that you're doing, the, the end result, where, where, where it will be used next or, or how it will contribute to further development. But it's important that everyone in the industry continue to develop different parts and different components and, 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 and that will uh, enable a paved way for, 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 for future uh, 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 what it, uh, for, for, for the industry to then actually use or reshape those components to create something that's uh, beneficial to society. Yeah. So in, in this instance, for example, uh, uh, the, 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 the two parts, which is the, the two components, which is the CCM and the, and the framework of the, uh, the use of proceeds, those came out from two different work streams, right? Uh, if you think about it, the CCM came from an industry effort, uh, uh globally. And, and, and I think in Malaysia, it was adopted by, by IBIM. Uh, because the uh, find, uh, finding uh, trying to to solve the problem of of securing or creating a 
a, a credit efficient way for, for Islamic banks to raise liquidity. Uh, that stream of work resulted in the creation of the CCM. Uh, and that's an industry effort, multi-year effort, and, and, and it came and it was ready just in the nick of time uh, because the product was ready uh, at the onset of COVID when, when, when liquidity becomes, uh, became an issue and, and, or, or concern. Uh, now, the, second, the, sec- the other work stream, which is on the framework of the use of proceeds, uh, historically, and even in our case, it was, it was actually set up in, uh, from, from, uh, from our work in the capital market space. Uh, when we advise clients, when we arrange for clients the issuances in the capital market space, uh, as well as for our own issuances, uh, we are getting customers to sign up to say that we are going to use this process only for certain, for certain, uh, for, uh, in certain areas or in certain ways, uh, and this will be validated or checked on a regular basis, and we set up the parameters in order to really ensure that whatever we do, do not create uh, uh, harmful effects to both the society and the environment. Yeah, so, so that stream of work that started in, in, in uh, primarily in the capital market space, uh, actually then were, were, were recycled and used uh, uh, for the purpose of this transaction. So we combined two different efforts, which then resulted in a, a very useful and unique uh, useful solution for the banking industry, for the Islamic banking industry. So again, I think the learning from this and to anyone who's hearing this and so on, I would say like, look, if you're out there, uh, please continue do, do, uh, to do the R&D work, product development work, because, you know, what we are trying to build on our own is different, different parts of us, different parts of the industry will build different components and put it out there. And then the industry as a whole, somebody out there will then put it together to create something beneficial. Maybe on its own, that component does not have any use. Or, or does not have uh, a significant impact, but when it's put together with something else, it could generate a lot of impact to society. So I think that that's one of the major learnings, uh, or, or or some of the uh, progression uh, uh, that we've uh, we've uh, we've had in, in coming up with the solution. I, I must say then, in terms of challenges uh, um, coming closer to the to the uh, to to, uh, to transact, I think it's more of, of agreeing what kind of framework to use, uh, assessment of of. Uh, it's more of a terms, and so, so I think it's a typical, uh, nothing unusual beyond uh, beyond uh, agreeing uh, the the framework and validating the framework and so on. So I, I think we we had a very good partner in Stanchat Sadiq, and, and I do want to give a shout out and 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 also recognition uh, that we really appreciate the the partnership that uh, with Stanchat Sadiq in getting this done. Uh, and I think we are proud to, to work with them in, in getting this through. I think it's a good transaction, landmark transaction for the industry. And we hope that, that we can emulate this uh, uh, further in, in the market, not just in Malaysia, but also globally. I see. So you touched on governance a little earlier. Do you see this as one of the biggest gaps that Islamic banks need to address in terms of sustainability right now? Yeah, so uh, Marina, on this question, uh, I think it's an excellent point because I think that's really where we need to put a lot more work, uh, uh, not just Islamic banks. I think it's a, uh, it's a question for the whole banking sector. You know, uh, trust but verify. You really need to verify the recipients of your funds. They are using it in, 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 uh, in the ways that you want them to, uh, uh, within the guidelines that you, you want them to. And, and there's a lot more dimensions now uh, uh, that we need to consider. So basically, we need to make sure that they don't, uh, they don't pollute. Uh, they, they employ uh, uh, good labor practices, uh, uh, they treat people fairly. So there's a lot more dimensions which are beyond the traditional dimensions that the bank 
are accustomed to in terms of measuring and monitoring. Uh, so I think that the, 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 the takeaway from that is, number one, we, we not only we need to develop those skill sets internally, and again, it's an overall uh, banking industry, uh, uh, the requirement for the whole uh, industry, we need to deepen our knowledge to validate uh, all this, uh, all these metrics. But number two, I'm quite certain that going forward, partnerships will be key. So we need to work with more partners who are more attuned or, or who knows where the problems are in terms of, uh, of social and environmental problems. And, and they are the parties that we need to work with closely to, uh, in terms of verification and, and, and ensuring that the funds are used uh, appropriately. Now, circling back to the CCM, um, again, with regard to the, the broader landscape in Malaysia, when can we expect other Islamic banks to adopt this? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I really, you know, when it comes to uh, interbank transactions and so on, uh, it, it, we can th- we 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 do play a, a ever uh, 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 advocacy role uh, uh, in the market. Uh, uh, we are active in the uh, Islamic banking institution, uh, the, the association of Islamic banking institution. We 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 so I personally actively talk to other banks as well. Try to do uh for to encourage them to do all this uh, this kind of transactions and so on. Uh, we hope to see more. Uh, I'm not privy uh, uh not liberty to discuss uh, to, uh, to to mention, but inshallah, I think you will see uh more uh, if not similar uh if not identical but um uh, similar uh, transactions similar in nature because just put it this way right the there is already strong commitment by central bank or bank Negara on this matter uh, on the area of sustainability. I think Bank Negara has already imposed uh, expectation that uh, 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 transition financing should be half of our uh, activities by a certain period. So that, that has already been imposed by the Negara, but that expectation has already been imposed. So naturally, naturally, the whole industry will reshape their portfolio. And as we reshape our portfolio to, to find more sustainable causes, uh, then the need to tap into the interbank market in this manner will also increase. I understand what you're saying. So we can reasonably say that we will see similar transactions from industry players in the future. Is that correct? Inshallah. <laughs> I would say inshallah. <laughs> and can we also reasonably say that we might in the future see a similar transaction in which decollateralized Sukuk assets are also sustainable? I hope that will be the case, uh, but there are some... Uh, uh, we will. There are some precedent. Uh, uh, um, what call this? Uh, uh, some condition precedent required, which is we need to have more sustainable sukuk, high quality uh, from a credit perspective, uh, sustainable sukuk out there issued by government that can be used uh, that that qualifies as a collateral. So that is the the, the, the condition precedent. It need, that needs to exist first before you see more. Of this being done uh, using uh, sustainable sukuk as a collateral. I understand. Thank you very much for talking to me today. You were very insightful. No worries, Maria. It was my pleasure. And I hope you have a good day. You too. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on Islamic sustainable finance and investments, log on to www.islamicsustainable.com. You can also listen to the episodes on your favourite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.